BetQL. Saints head coach Dennis Allen on Matthew Stafford. Given the expectations for the Rams at the start of the year, I think all of us are very much impressed with the Los Angeles quarterback. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now to talk about Thursday night football between the Saints and the Rams. Los Angeles, four-point favorites here with a total of 46. You look at the injury report, and certainly there are a couple of setbacks for New Orleans. Uh, Ryan Ramchick, the offensive tackle, is out with a knee injury. Isaiah Foskey, the defensive end, out with a quad. Uh, and certainly there are a couple of others who are questionable. But, Joe, as you handicap this game, what stands out to you the most? Well, uh, <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard that clown Dennis Allen's voice. Like, I had no idea who that was. <laughs> Like, right? Like, we talk about the the NFL every day. We're all, like, taking in a ton of NFL content every single day during the season. And I'm not sure that I'd ever heard his voice before. I was never interested in anything he had to say because I see him coach. Like, I'm not interested in any of that. And I think we could start there. Um, <laughs> McVay versus Dennis Allen. Like, how much is that worth to the point spread? I know it's baked in, but I'm saying, like, if it's average coach versus average coach, are we at four that we're at right now, or are we closer to three? Like, I, I would think that a lot of people are taking that into account. As hot as the Rams are right now, and you know, the, the gap between uh, McVay and Dennis Allen. But don't you think, though, when we're talking about Dennis Allen, like, yes, as a head coach, there are some skill sets that leave something to be desired. But just as a defensive guy, He's been consistently really good, and it almost feels like, okay, if you can have a defensive genius go up against Sean McVay, an offensive genius, Dennis Allen might be on that short list. He might be number one. Like, Jim Schwartz is probably number one at this point because the Browns have been ridiculous. <laughs> but in terms of that short list who can have the defensive acumen to at least slow that offense down, wouldn't he be mm -hmm. there? I think it's a fair question. It's certainly worth talking about because if you look at the Saints defense, while people have been down on them, and I think for, for good reason, um, mm -hmm. six points allowed each of the last two games. Now it's the Giants and the Panthers. So what do we do with this? What, what do we do? So the Saints have faced the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. So mm -hmm. if you look at their defensive numbers, Yes, over the years, they have a strong defense. And if you look at them right now on the season, they're third in EPA per play. They're third in success rate. They're fantastic against the pass. But have they faced any great offenses? It, when you look at the list, I mean, we're here in the final few weeks here. And I'm like, okay, where are the great offenses they've faced? Maybe Detroit? Like, Tampa Bay's near the top of the list of best offenses that they've faced all year. So I, I'm looking, okay. Let's look at the good offenses that they faced. Tampa Bay, they lost. They gave up 26. Houston, they lost. They gave up 20 in that one. Jacksonville, they lost, allowing 31. Indy, they won, but they gave up 27 points. Detroit, they lost, I believe, and they gave up 28 points in that one. So when I see them versus, let's say, a, a, even just give them above average tags, above average offenses, uh, they haven't been as impressive. And they're going to face a doozy tonight here in the Rams. I mean, this is arguably the hottest offense in the NFL right now, probably uh, in the same conversation as the Bills, the way they're playing. Yeah, and I think Sean McVay deserves a lot of credit for that, going back to the initial conversation about the coaching matchup. I mean, 
Puka Nakua needs like 311 yards to uh, break that record. I mean, he Cup was injured and missed time this season. Stafford is back. Like, that guy's playing very well. And I think Sean McVay deserves a lot of credit. So I just think this is... Derek Carr, man, like, what is he? He's just so inconsistent. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. What is I just, he? <laughs> and, and, and the Saints have been defensively inconsistent as well, as Joe just laid it out against good teams. So uh, ranking 24th against the run, that's their weak spot. And Kyron Williams is rushing for 150-plus yards per game, five out of the last seven games. So this will be tough. And plus, I wonder how much they look at Puka Nakua, you know, trying to break that record. And his props at 63 and a half, maybe they'll try to get him the ball too. I, I think it's, it, I'm fine with saying yes, against better offenses, the defense has struggled. I, I think that's fair to say, but wouldn't every defense struggle against these better offenses? Like there aren't many defenses. But that's not a good, that's not a good list. That's not a great list. Like we're not talking right. about the elites. Like we're mm-hmm. talking average to above average. Yeah. Right. No, we are. And I mean, where do we put the Rams? Like where we, where do we power rank sort of that offense in general? And, you know, I would rather look at say the last few weeks once Kyron's uh, Kyron Williams came off of IL. I think that matters in terms of evaluating what they are. Yeah. The Rams have been really, really good. No doubt about it. I guess my question though, is yes, in terms of quality, this is up there as far as who the saints have faced up to this point at the same time, I also feel like the Saints defense is probably best equipped, despite a couple of key injuries, to handle what the Rams may have. If you look at, say, you know, pre-step motion and how they, how well they do against that, well, the Saints have the second highest success rate there. Uh, the Rams love to throw intermediate passes, 10 to 19 air yards. Mm-hmm. Well, the Saints have the third highest success rate on such passes. Uh, if you talk about quick passes, Stafford does like to go to those every now and again, just kind of change pace a little bit. He's got one of the higher rates of quick passes in the NFL. Well, the Saints mm-hmm. defend those at the second highest rate in the NFL. So even though there's a lot to love about this Rams offense, no doubt about it, and there's a reason why the public is backing a lot of key props when it comes to what the Rams can do tonight. At the same time, I think the Saints are built to handle what the Rams can do. I mean, look, I, I will not say to back the Saints money line. I can't do that. But I can say that this could be a slightly lower scoring game. And this could be that vintage Saints defense that we've seen over the last few years. No, I, I look, I think a lot of people are certainly going to take a look at Kyron Williams and say, yeah. okay, the, I want to get involved in those props. And he's given you a lot of reasons to do that lately. But also, and hey, like Aaron brought up about that Saints rushing defense. I'm hesitant to go all in on Kyron Williams because of the matchup, because we've Mm -hmm. seen for years that this Saints uh, run defense has been strong. And then this year, yes, they're 27th rushing yards per attempt, 4.5, 4.5 a pop. But does that mean I want to go all in on Kyron Williams? I'm not sure. So if you look at the rushes he's had, he's had 20 rushing attempts four of the last five games. But is that going to be the case in a short week? You have that quick turnaround. The rush attempts prop is 19 and a half. So I'm concerned about going over because of that. And now the rushing yards number is into the 90s. It's, it just feels like mm-hmm. we lost the value on that. Now, I, I think it's also worth noting 
what this Rams offense has been doing, scoring 33 points per game over the last four games as Kyron Williams has been going off. Yes, there were some soft defenses in Washington and Arizona, but they also did that against Cleveland and Baltimore over that stretch. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I also think with Sean McVay, like all the stuff Ed laid out there, like obviously the Rams know all this. And I trust that Sean McVay could scheme something up. He could switch something Mm -hmm. up. Maybe it's not Kyron. Mm -hmm. You know, he might cook something up that we're not expecting. And there could be a player that we're not thinking of that could have a big game to try to catch the Saints defense off guard. And if that's the case, then I absolutely would not be backing Kyron Williams in any of these props because that's part of it. Like, I mean, it's two things. One, like if you do believe that Sean McVay is playing this game of chess where he's going to counter all the great things that Dennis Allen will have prepared. Okay, fine. That means Kyron Williams isn't part of that. Or maybe he's more of a pass catcher or something like that. Other thing, too, is that. It feels like if you're going massively over, say, rush attempts like the public is doing, like over 19 and a half, over the 91 and a half rushing yards, that leads me to believe that you think game script is such to where he will be running the ball a lot because they already have a sizable lead and they just want to finish the game as soon as possible. And with a spread of four, I don't know if you can make that conclusion so readily. Like, what, What's the player that you would not be expecting to go off? Like Everybody knows about Kyron cup Mm -hmm. everybody knows uh puka you're you're waiting on that even the last two games haven't been as strong but hey he's had those big stretches it's a guy like atwell right like that would be the guy that that steps up he hasn't done much in the last (laughs) guy who's in motion all the time yep yeah my skoronic Now I got to go with my, 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 my motion with Tutu Atwell. Um, yeah, you'd imagine that the numbers are uh, are pre- pretty low there because he's he's done nothing over the last two weeks. But yeah, that that would be, if you're going to make a case, if you're going to do something like that, I would probably do a touchdown bet on a guy like Atwell instead of the yardage. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes he does pop, but that comes with l- – with limited opportunities where he just explodes. So that that's what I would look, would be looking for with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe no, that's, I think that's it. Fair. Like looking, if, if you want to back the Rams, maybe an anytime touchdown is better than these, you know, rushing and receiving props, because if Sean McVay does cook something up, it could be kind of unpredictable. The one thing about the Kyron number when it was, a little bit lower. I could see it. If I mean at 89 and a half guilty as charged, I bet it last night, but like if, if he's rushing for like 150, 160 the past month or so, like that's like almost half, right? So he could still be limited and go over that. I suppose he could, but I mean, we've kind of seen this before, right? Like if Kyron Williams is, you know, getting 150 rushing yards every single game, then this is historic. 
what's going on is mm-hmm. is better than say Derrick Henry or all the other Adrian Peterson, all the other great running backs of all time over the last decade. If he's that consistent, at some point this has to fall back down to reality. And I mean, you know, well, all of us I think have been burned at some point. You know, sort of backing you know these high profile stars, thinking that these great numbers are going to persist, and usually they don't. He's rushed for 89 yards or more in six of the last seven games. I mean, the numbers don't Mm -hmm. lie. (laughs) Maybe it is historic what we're seeing. I don't know, but he's been doing it for almost two months now. The, uh, okay, we got the Rams are in right now as a seven. The Saints are not in as the nine, but they have the same record. I don't want to say winning in. There's too much that can happen. It's too uh, bunched up. Is the loser out? The Saints after, are after losing the tiebreakers, right? Right. At, at, because of that crappy division, uh, no, the Saints are not out of it. The Rams, so, though. So you I think, think the Saints can story. lose and still win the division, even though they're behind in in tiebreakers? Well, I mean, the Buccaneers have a tough game coming up. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we might still side with Tampa Bay, but that's not a gimme, not at all. So you have that. Atlanta's a disaster at this point, so you can't back them. I mean, and don't the Saints and Bucks play each other one more time? Or am I mistaken there? I believe they so. play in week 18. They yeah, okay, week 18. So that would come down to that. Okay. Yeah, so yep. it would come uh, down to that. The Bucks won the first meeting. So, yeah, this is not a must win for New Orleans, but for the Rams, I probably, I, I think that's probably safe to say, just because, uh, you know, even a team like the Vikings or someone like that could still have a run in them uh, with subpar quarterback play, and you're going up against variants. I like the Rams minus four, guys. That's my that's my favorite look for this game. How about you? Yep, you may see it in the contest picks. I love. This oh, game. really? Oh, what a tease! What a tease! <laughs> we'll have that now, or number three. That's for sure. Uh, what about Chris Olave coming back? Uh, because th- right. this is another reason why, like, I'm backing the Saints uh, at plus four is having that deep threat means that the Saints can get back into a game if, say, they're trailing by double-digit points. Yeah, Olave's numbers, four and a half receptions, set at 60 and a half yards, and anytime touchdown, plus 230. Uh, that's by far the best number that you're going to find. Uh, not as great elsewhere. Yeah, I, you wonder about the full health. I mean, how it looks right now, though, it does look like the Saints are going to have their starters at, at wideout, yeah. which they have not had in quite some time. Obviously, Michael Thomas is still out, uh, but that that could be big for them. Mm-hmm. And what version of Der- uh, Derek Carr? I almost said Derek Henry. Derek Carr, are we getting? Like he's just been so inconsistent. I think that'll that'll be key for the Saints too. I Ed, are you leaning lower scoring? Uh, I, I think I the total see it is either way. Okay. Yeah, I we've got a total of 46, which is probably higher scoring this year. Uh, I think that's about right. Uh, that, that's yeah. probably safe to say. So probably like a 23-21 Rams victory, something like that. So maybe slightly lower than 46. But the spread is where I'm going. I think the Saints can cover the four. So All even right. though it is a wonky number, that's the, the side I'm taking. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, NFL win totals that have already cashed and what we can learn from them right here on the BetQL Network.